welcome to Destination Lavender, a podcast all about healing and self-discovery after getting sober. My name is Bianna, and each episode I'll be sharing my personal adventures, tips, triumphs, and lessons that have helped me to better navigate and thrive in sobriety. Today is Destination Lavender's second episode called Embrace the Change. Let's get into it. So, it's a new year, right? New year, new me, as they say. But I wonder what would happen if we kind of try to approach that differently. What if we focus on just embracing a decision to do something different, to do something that maybe we've been afraid to do, um, that we know we need to do because, you know, otherwise, why would we be afraid to do it? Um, you know, if we were comfortable doing it, it would be done (laughs) already. Um, so for me, that really comes up a lot, um, in sobriety and it is even how this whole journey got started. I mean, um, we live in a culture where it's pretty normal to numb and distract ourselves with substances and not just with drugs and alcohol, but with food, with social media, with relationships, with spending money, uh, with working, you know, excessive hours, you know, the, the list goes on, right? But I kind of feel like, you know, that's what I want to start talking about first is embracing the decision to do something, embracing the decision to make a change. So instead of a New Year's resolution, just embrace whatever the change is. Um, for me, it was getting sober at the time, (laughs) a year and five months ago, it'll be tomorrow that I've been sober. And what I can say is that I really would recommend (laughs) that whatever it is that you may be struggling to come to terms with letting go, please take it from me. Um, don't. Like, you don't have to be dragged in order to embrace a change. You can walk into the change willingly. You can walk into the new season or the new chapter willingly. You don't have to be dragged. You don't have to hold on until there's so much suffering and so much regret and so much shame. (laughs) And, And even with my personal story with coming to you know, a life of sobriety or embarking on that journey of being sober, like it's, you know, it still wasn't as bad as it could have been. I mean, you know, I've been in the rooms of AA, like it can get pretty crazy, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm grateful that it wasn't worse, but all of the blessings and all of the really cool things that have happened to me as a result of being sober and even just how, I cope with dealing with hard things now. Everything from somebody cutting me off in traffic to changing jobs or getting my heart broken. Um, I mean, it wouldn't be possible to handle it the way that I'm handling it now, which is, uh, you know, soberly, if I had not first made the decision, if I had not first embraced the choice to be sober. So that's the first thing, whatever it is that you're dealing with, um, embrace it, embrace the decision that you've made to go in a different and a new and probably terrifying (laughs) direction. 
Um, that's the first thing that I had to do. And the thing about sobriety is that, you know, life doesn't, life gets easier in a lot of ways, you know, when I don't have to suffer in the same ways that I was suffering, but it, it doesn't get easier in the sense that it's still life. There's still hard things that happen. There's still transitions and new seasons coming and going and and things are changing all the time. So, um, none of that stuff ever stops. (laughs) So I still have to learn how to show up as an adult, right? No matter what I'm faced with. Um, for example, in the year 2021, I moved three times. I changed counselors after I was almost to my year mark with the first long-term counselor I had ever had. So that was really challenging having to have a whole new person get to know me and trying to catch them up on all of the really intense stuff I had shared with the prior counselor. Um, my relationship of five years ended the same time at the same time we had to put down, um, our dog, it's his dog, but I had been helping take care of the dog for five years. So he's also my dog. Um, both of those things happened at once, the ending of a five-year relationship and the ending of the five-year relationship I had built with this dog that was, uh, my life. Uh, what else happened? Oh, it happened at the tail end of last year, but it also is still happening in a little bit in, in the beginning of 2022 is my body at the tender age of 31 will no longer let me eat whatever I want, whenever I want. Like there are some allowances, but I can't get away with what I was able to get away with at 25. I just, I just can't. And if I try to, my body will, will promptly remind me like, yo, like you can't do this anymore. (laughs) I'll have stomach issues. There's consequences now. Um, so all that to say is I had to embrace all those changes as well. I had to let the relationship go. I had to embrace that my dog was suffering and that it was better for him to be put down than to be kept alive, even though it was devastating to have to be without him. Um, Every time I see a boxer now, it's super hard. (laughs) I think about him. Um, I have to, I had to get used to new environments multiple times this year. Um, Living with new people that I've never lived with before. I mean, that's, you know, got its challenges, right? Um, but I, I had to embrace doing something new and ultimately it ended up working out for my benefit when I stopped avoiding it and actually faced the situation. Um, so yeah, that's the first thing. First thing, embrace the change. Second thing, you don't have to be dragged before you embrace the change. You don't have to let it get as bad as it can get. Um, the third thing I would say is what small steps can you take towards whatever it is your goal might be? Um, if you struggle with like overeating or like constant snacking like myself, like instead of five cookies, what if you could you consider having three cookies instead? Um, if you are a night owl like myself <laughs> and you are a grown person who no longer has to answer to your parents telling you to go to bed because it's late and you have to do things the following day and you stay up till unreasonable hours like three or four. Um, yeah. And instead of going to bed at three or four, can you go to bed at one or, or midnight? Um, the key 
is to try decreasing the thing that you're struggling with um, pretty consistently. Like maybe every week you'll decrease by another increment of your choosing. And this is also inspired by uh, this element of decreasing. I was inspired by um, an article I read about the six things that people who have successfully quit smoking in a 420 fashion, how they succeed. And one of the things that they put on the list was to decrease the amount that you smoke. And so I found that to be really helpful. And so I've applied it to my life in a general sense. (laughs) Um, I will say the fourth thing that's really helped me is if you've got a phone, which is likely if you're listening to this podcast, um, downloading an app that will mark your progress, or if you have Google Calendar, you can literally write it in and, I don't know, span out the first week or so, or just change it every time, you know, you get to a new day, but if that sounds as painstaking as it did just me explaining it, I already got tired, like, listening to, uh, myself say that. (laughs) It's like, no, 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 don't do that. Just get an app. (laughs) Get an app that will count your progress for you. And I have one that has been counting my sobriety progress um, for the past year and almost five months. As I said, tomorrow will be my year and five months. Um, But there's all types of apps that you can basically cater to whatever it is that you're stopping. Like if you're working out more or if you're eating less junk food or if you're being more organized or whatever it may be. Um, I find that tracking progress really helps me to see how well I'm doing and how long I've been doing it. And it also helps to kind of like hype me up like, Oh snap, I've been doing this for a week or I've been doing this for, uh, 10 days or whatever. And another thing that I've gotten from the rooms of AA and this article is rewarding yourself. Now don't reward yourself with the thing that you're trying to quit because that would be counterproductive, but give yourself some kind of a reward that's not detrimental to your progress. Um, give yourself a bubble bath or buy a new book or take yourself to the movies or nap longer than you normally would or take yourself to dinner, something of that nature that you can kind of give yourself a little pat on the back, like, Hey, like I'm doing okay. Like I'm doing something new. That's hard. That's that's scary. And I'm surviving and, and you know, I'm, I'm able to live to fight another day. Like making this change has not been the end of me basically. And I can't stress enough also just the reward of, Embracing change is how fulfilling it is to show up for myself. It's really difficult at first, but once I get into the swing of it, like for example, it's really hard to make myself work out. Even when I was going to a gym and I was crossfitting and I was doing that like regularly, it was hard for me to do that. But once I was there and once I suffered through the workout and I got done, after I after like a week of doing that, I was looking forward to going. I was like, I would miss it if I wasn't doing it. And I've, I found that to be true with whatever it is I'm trying to change. Like once I get into the swing of it, it could be a few days. It doesn't have to be a tremendous amount of time that I've spent doing it. 
it could be a few days into eating better and not eating as much bread and as much rice and you know my body feels different and I I miss when I don't have that new routine that I'm trying to build and trying to develop so that's something that you you know have to look forward to potentially right is you start something new and it's hard at first and you're like this sucks when is it going to get better when am I going to feel better when is my life going to feel this radical sense of change it's like it doesn't take that long to like be proud of myself when I start something new that I've been really avoiding and I'll say even even if like your goal is to like not drink as much or not drink anymore or eat differently or call people back more when they give you a call and, and not wait so long to return people's calls or, or whatever it is that you're wanting to change. I would say that grace is important. You know, I didn't do sobriety perfectly. I'm still not doing sobriety perfectly. Like if I couldn't have a drink, I would have a donut or I would have takeout or I would binge watch Netflix for five hours. And I mean, (laughs) the result isn't exactly the same. Like it's not a super great solution, but it kept me from picking up a drink, which was the worst possible thing that I could have done at that time. So if, if that's what you got to do, if you have to eat a donut to not pick up a drink, or if you have to binge watch TV to not call that person you're not supposed to be calling, then do that thing because it's less destructive than the thing that you're ultimately trying to change. And guess what? I relapsed so many times before I finally had had enough and had, you know, gotten to my year of sobriety again. Like that's the big thing when you're in the programs, especially, or you're in these support groups is everybody's really excited to get to the year. Everybody wants to get to that year of sobriety. And of course the work doesn't stop a year and a day of sobriety. The work is, it continues, but it's a, it's a huge milestone for people who really struggle with addiction. And, um, what I'll say is of the many times I relapsed, one thing that I really wish I would have given myself more of. And one thing that I've learned to transfer into other areas of my life where I'm working on changing things and embracing change in these other areas is giving myself grace. Just do it. Just, just give yourself grace. If you, if you air quote mess up, or you, you do the thing that you were like, oh man, I wasn't supposed to do that. Like give yourself grace, you know, whatever your inner programming is, whatever that voice is, it's probably not your voice. It's probably a voice you've been hearing for a very long time (laughs) from childhood or from society or from classmates in, in, in elementary school or whatever. Those, those voices that give you a hard time, like that's, that's not, that's not the core of you, which Really, I I believe that at our core, all of us, we want to be as loving and as gentle with ourselves as possible. Um, But we've been taught to to not give ourselves very much grace, I feel. So that's what I would say. Like, it's not perfect. It's not going to be it's not going to be linear, as I said in the trailer. (laughs) No, no kind of healing or growth is linear. And 
I think that's it, it can be frustrating, but it's also great. It makes it makes when you finally do get over that hump, whatever it might be for you that you're struggling with, it makes it all the more rewarding when you don't give up and you don't like beat yourself up about it so much that you don't continue. If you mess up, start over. And that's the other cool thing about embracing. It's about embracing your decisions and holding yourself accountable, but it's also about embracing grace, embracing grace for yourself as well. And finally, it's about embracing the decision to try again if you let yourself down, you know? So that's it. That's what I'll say about embracing change. What are you embracing? What kind of change are you embracing in your life right now? What are you trying to let go of? I'll leave you with that as a thought. Thank you so much for listening to me here on Destination Lavender. There's a few things I want to share. So the first thing is definitely run on over to DestinationLavender.com. Check out the blog. Um, I've written, I believe, six blog posts now. I just wrote one in December to finish out the year of 2021 um, about my experience on dating apps. So check that out. Read the blog. Follow on social media. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram under Destination Lavender. So check it out. Follow, share, subscribe, all of that good stuff. And shameless plug or proud plug, I'll say is I'm coming out with a meditation, uh, my fourth meditation. If you don't know already, I am a musician and a singer songwriter as well. My fourth meditation is aptly named embrace. So that'll be coming out shortly here in the beginning of 2022. So look out for that as a pairing to this episode. Thanks so much for listening.